0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Pursuit of This Podcast. I am coming live to you guys from Costa Rica, or actually, I guess, maybe I shouldn't say live because I'm recording this, and you will be listening to the recording, so it was not actually live as you listen to it, but um, it sounded nice to say. Point is, I am currently in Costa Rica, and that's going to be the basis of a lot of this episode, and I'll share with you guys why. But first and foremost, I am sending you all all of the good vibes, the Pura Vida vibes. <laughs> it's so peaceful here. It's, it's, it's truly difficult to be really stressed about anything here. It's like the second I arrived, suddenly everything, all the little stresses in my daily life kind of just didn't seem to matter anymore. And that's one of the reasons that I love traveling so much. And I love immersing myself in new cultures because it really opens your eyes and it really humbles you. And it really reminds you that there's so much more to life than the money you make or your success or your career or whatever it is in the world. That's, that's taking over your view of your personal reality. So I'm going to talk a lot about, um, healing your past because, I know it's something that's been huge for me and I know most people hold some sort of resentment or guilt or shame toward their past, a past version of themselves. I know I've talked with a lot of women personally who experience this and the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that if you hold an attachment to your past, whether it's resentment or anger or shame or guilt, whatever it might be, or judgment towards your past self, you're energetically holding yourself on to the past. Because where our focus goes, our energy flows. So when we're focusing on the past, even oftentimes the subconscious, we might think we're okay with the past, but really what's happened is we've repressed the part of us that holds anger or shame or resentment toward the past versions of us or the mistakes that we've made, the people that we've hurt, the things that we've done, things like that. So, you know, an essential part of the manifestation process is learning to process the past, integrate the past, heal any energy or resentment that you're holding toward the past and to cultivate forgiveness and love for that version of yourself and I'm going to share how I've done that how it's been really triggering for me and I'll get kind of vulnerable with you guys and share some things that I don't normally always share but I think that that is what is needed and is necessary right now. And I think there's people that need to hear it. I need to hear about my experiences and how I've healed them. And hopefully you can do the same because if you want to manifest a different life. You need to step into a new version of yourself, who is the embodiment of that life. And in order to do that, we have to cut ties and cut cords with the past, Uh, not meaning we need to forget about the past, but meaning that we need to cut any energy that is connecting us energetically, to the past, right? Which looks like the heavy emotions, the resentment, the judgment, etc. Now, before I dive deep into that, because we're going to go in on this, I want to remind all of you that my bliss manifestation certification program is open for enrollment right now so if you feel called at all to become a certified manifestation coach if in 2021 your goals are to manifest prosperity and financial freedom and abundance and more impact and more purpose in your life uh then this is for you. And we've just finished up the first round. It's been incredible. They're signing clients. They're making money. They've had huge freaking breakthroughs in their own lives. This is the most powerful program I've ever created in my entire life. And it's been so, so, so magical to guide these women personally through the process. So if you're interested in launching an online business now, is a time to be going online, everything is going online. The job market, everything everything in the world has never been more unstable. So it's so important to have a way to cultivate your own financial abundance no matter what. And, you know, truly abundance isn't just money in your bank account. That's not abundance because money in your bank account can disappear overnight. Mine can, yours can, anyone's can, especially in the world we live in right now true abundance is knowing that no matter what happens to the money in your bank account you have the skill set the mindset and the energy and the ability to attract abundance to you at any time no matter what so if all of your money disappeared overnight it would be okay because you know how to manifest more and that is what cultivating a skill like becoming a manifestation coach does for you you learn not only to change people's lives which is in my opinion why we've incarnated here to help in the words of around us walk each other home but You also have the ability to uh, create real financial abundance for yourself. Um, In the program right now, we've already got students who are quitting their corporate jobs and making more money than they used to in a month in their corporate job in just a couple of weeks. So I'll stop um, blabbing about that now. I am so excited about it. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes to apply. If you're listening to this in January 2021, enrollment will be open for a couple more weeks and won't open again for months. So this is your shot. Uh, if you're listening to this any other time, uh, just go ahead and click on that link and add yourself to the wait list so you're notified immediately next time enrollment becomes open. Now that I've gotten that announcement out of the way, let's dive into the juice of the podcast. So like I said, I'm in Costa Rica. Um, to give you some background, I used to live here. So four years ago, I moved. It was a little, little tiny, teeny tiny small town, beach town in Costa Rica. And uh, in this time period, I was kind of at a a low point in my life. I had just spent, you know, five and a half years studying to become a teacher. And I got my credential and realized, oh my goodness, this is not for me. Uh, It was what I had thought my entire life since I was five years old I would do. I would be an elementary school teacher. That was my life's purpose. And so I kind of freaked out when I realized that what I thought was my life's purpose for 20 some years wasn't fulfilling to me and wasn't my actual life's purpose. So uh, what did I do? I picked up my life and I moved to Costa Rica, right? Because that's what you do when you have a crisis in your life. Um, But what I quickly realized is that moving to a tropical paradise doesn't solve your problems, right? You can't run away from them. They just followed me there. So I got here and... I quickly fell into a pattern of coping mechanisms and, you know, human beings all do this. We don't know how to deal with pain or confusion or let down or grief or sadness, anything heavy that's painful. We don't know how to deal with it. No one's ever taught us. We're not taught in school how to deal with pain or heavy emotions, how to process all of that, how to integrate it, how to heal it, how to move through it. No one teaches that shit sadly and you know what we are taught typically or what we learn subconsciously is that our pain is bad and our pain is not safe to feel and that we should hide it we shouldn't show it uh, because it's weak or um people will judge you for it or people won't like you or or it's just not safe to feel emotions it's not safe to be vulnerable whatever it might be we all have different subconscious reasons behind this but most of us grow up thinking that it's not safe to feel my pain. It's not safe to feel my emotions. It's not safe to even show that I have pain inside of me. And for this reason, we subconsciously repress it. And, you know, then we live lives full of anxiety and we wonder why we have so much anxiety because we're constantly repressing all of this pain we have inside of us. And pain is a normal part of human life. It's what we signed up for when we incarnated here we get to experience the full spectrum of human emotions and human existence. That means joy and compassion and love and excitement. Uh, and it also means pain. It means grief. It means sadness. It means confusion. That's that's a part of the human experience. And And without pain, we wouldn't appreciate the joy. However, if we don't know how to process the pain or understand the pain, or if we don't feel safe to feel it, or if we We think the pain is unacceptable or that we shouldn't have it. We push it away and we begin to find other ways to cope to push the pain down. For me, it was drinking a lot. It was doing drugs way too much. It was partying like crazy. It was abusing sex. It was seeking attention from men to feel desirable. It was really anything that was you know, dopamine inducing, like those short term highs, I I sought out to numb the pain. And I didn't even consciously realize that this is what I was doing. Looking back, I'm like, yes, that is what I was doing. But at the time, I didn't get it. I didn't know why I felt this compulsion to drink all the time, this compulsion to do drugs, this compulsion to chase men. I didn't understand consciously but it began to really take over my life. And I had a lot of beautiful, wonderful experiences. I connected with amazing people. There were so many good things about my life here. So many. I don't want to undermine the good because there was a lot of good. There was a lot of beauty. There was a lot of love. There was a lot of connection. I grew a lot as a person, but there was also a lot of all of the other stuff. A lot of the partying, a lot of the drinking, a lot of blacking out, a lot of drugs, a lot of chasing men, seeking attention seeking short-term pleasure in any way I could um, I could find it. I could attract it. I could receive it. And it made me miserable. It made me completely miserable, but got to a point where I couldn't not do that anymore because I've been, re- I've been repressing my pain for so long that it was unbearable for me to feel it. Like I couldn't even be alone with myself. Couldn't be alone with my thoughts. Uh, the anxiety would take over. It would completely take over and I would freak out and so to avoid that I continued to chase the short-term highs and it was like I was probably drinking six nights out of the week and you know getting drunk drinking a lot partying doing drugs showing up to my job so hungover (laughs) that I could barely function and uh, you know in the beginning I I worked as a teacher and then I quit that job and I got a job at a sandwich shop where I literally made not getting three dollars an hour and making sandwiches and this tiny little like shack. It was so hot in there, with a really toxic boss who used to accuse me and my friend of stealing the mayonnaise. And you know, first of all, we were vegan and don't eat mayonnaise. And second, of stealing phone chargers. Um, we just it was it was so toxic. But I look back and I can tell you know the the way that I was attracting these toxic people into my life, They were reflecting the toxic relationship I had with myself. The way that people were treating me externally was the same way I was treating myself internally, critiquing myself, judging myself, shaming myself, hating myself, not even liking myself, not trusting myself, not believing in myself, not seeing or believing in my value or my worth. And uh, you know, I just want to paint a picture for you guys of how low this was for me so you can understand how far I've come. Because no matter where you are in your life, whether you can relate to this and you're at that low point, Um, or you're somewhere in between. I want you to understand that anything can shift in a very short period of time when you commit to actually doing the inner work, which I eventually did. And obviously my life has changed a lot and I'll get more into how that happened. But before I move on to that, the process and the forgiveness process, healing and integrating the past, I first want to put this out there. and that is, If you or anyone in your life, um, uses coping mechanisms, like drinking too much, doing drugs too much, seeking out partnership or men too much or uh, getting trapped in toxic relationships or codependency or, you know, unhealthy attachment in relationships, toxic friendships, gossiping too much, lashing out at others, you know, when people lash out at others, they're typically just projecting their pain on someone else in in an attempt to not feel their own pain. It could be anything and almost, uh, you know, it could be shopping too much. Almost everyone has something. Netflix, numbing using Netflix. And I just want you to understand that if that was you in the past, if that's you now, or there's someone in your life that you're judging for, for being that way, I want you to see this perspective. Sometimes that coping mechanism, the shopping too much, the drinking too much, the whatever it might be, is the only way that that person knows how to cope with pain that they didn't ask for and that they weren't taught to handle or to process. And sometimes that coping mechanism that you're judging, whether it's in yourself current or past or in someone else, that coping mechanism could be the only thing keeping that person from completely falling apart or the only thing keeping that person from harming themselves or others in a more painful way or a more serious way. And so I invite you to hold space for yourself or others and and have some grace for yourself now and in the past and anyone else that you found yourself judging. And just know that we live in a society that doesn't really believe in collective trauma, doesn't acknowledge trauma or pain. And every single person has pain and traumas from their life. And everyone is doing the best they can to deal with the pain they didn't ask for And trying not to fall apart, trying not to freak out, trying to hold themselves back from doing something worse to cope with the pain. So can you have some grace, forgiveness, and compassion for anyone in your life or yourself when you see someone or you falling into coping patterns and realize that that coping mechanism is saving you? I look back at myself doing doing the the drugs and the drinking and the partying and, and the sabotage and the chasing men and the sex. And... I actually thank myself. I'm like, Kristen, I know you're doing the best you can. And I know that you didn't know how to deal with all of that pain and confusion. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the time period that you made all of those quote unquote mistakes because those coping mechanisms that you fell into, they saved you from what could have been so much worse. They allowed you to cope with pain that if I had allowed myself to experience it, maybe I would have fallen apart. Maybe I wouldn't have known how. And so, While numbing pain may not always be the best long term, sometimes it is the best for us in a time period when we don't know how to handle the pain and we don't have support around us to help guide us through the pain. So the toxic habit or pattern that you're judging yourself for or others for could be the one thing that saved you, that actually helped you to survive. Now, me showing up here in in Costa Rica again in this town, haven't been here in three years, And I've actually been terrified of coming back because I didn't want to face this version of myself. This town is really small. It's Like every step I take, there's another memory. And it's like, I feel this old version of myself. I feel her as if she's with me. (laughs) Like the memories are there. I feel her pain. I feel her confusion. It's, It's like etched everywhere on these streets. And, uh, you know, it's also scary coming back to people who knew an old version of you and I don't resonate with that version of me anymore. So Embodying a new version of me in a place and around people who know and love the old version of me is also terrifying and scary and triggering. So I truly felt like I was, felt called to come back right now because it's time to heal and integrate that part of my past. And for anyone who feels that there's a place or people in their, in their life that they're afraid of facing because of an old version of them who existed in that time period around those people or in that place. If you are actively doing the inner work and working on yourself and healing, there'll be a point in your life where you feel called in some way to relive those experiences, whether it's to go back to the place or to talk to the people or to just face the memories in your mind for the first time, really face them. And this means that you're being called to dive into deeper healing so that you can on the other side, have an even greater up level step into the version of you that you must become to attract the life you desire. And in order to do that, you've got to cut the cords with the past with the resentment. And even before I came here, I started having a lot of people from that time period in my past showing up in my life again and patterns from that time period showing up in my life again. And I was like, what is going on? I've been past all this. Why are these people showing up? Why are these patterns showing up? And once again, what I realized is it was an opportunity to do it different this time it was an opportunity to shift my vibration to shift the pattern. So if you feel like old patterns or old people are showing up in your life, it doesn't mean you're regressing. It just means that you're being given an opportunity to shift how you show up this time. Part of alignment is integrating all versions of yourself, past, present, and future. And if we're not willing to face certain parts of ourselves or our past, sometimes it's going to show up over and over and over in our lives until we are forced to face it. So when I got here, uh, it's, it's interesting because when I was working here at my first job, I was a teacher. I taught in a first through third combination classroom. It was very, very challenging and difficult because you got three grade levels in there, all of the different English speaking abilities, all from different countries, some United States, some Costa Rica, some Europe, all over the place. So the kids spoke varying degrees of English. They all spoke different second languages, all different abilities in first, second, and third, coming from different, uh, school backgrounds. And it was so, 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 so challenging. And this was when I was like, you know what? I Teaching is not for me. You know, I thought when I came here, I'd give it one more shot. And then I was like, no, this is not meant for me. It, it was, I was so stressed in that job every single morning. I dreaded going to work because I was so stressed and anxious about that job. It was so challenging and so difficult. And so I used to dread it and it was kind of a toxic uh, work environment. I won't share any more on that, but I didn't feel I didn't feel good there. And I used to sit at my desk in my classroom with the fan in front of my face. I used to actually have fans in all three directions around me because there was no air conditioning that was so hot. I would sit there with all this paperwork to grade, trying to create lesson plans for three different grade levels in one classroom, trying to figure out how to teach an English lesson to first, second, and third graders at the same time while I was making, I think, $6 an hour or something. And I remember just sitting there and daydreaming and just thinking how incredible would it be if I lived in this town, but I didn't have to work here for $6 an hour, or I didn't have to work at a sandwich shop for $3 an hour in these toxic work environments. It would be so incredible to just make money online and to just be in my purpose and to be creating an impact. And at the time I was also in a network marketing company, struggling to make that work and it never did, but all I wanted was to be successful and create an impact and be able to enjoy my life without stressing about money. Every second, without dreading the work week, I would have the worst Sunday scaries I've ever experienced in my life to the point where I felt depressed on Sunday evenings, fully depressed. And I would have like anxiety freak outs on Sundays about work the next day. And I remember just visualizing it and just daydreaming. I didn't even realize at the time that I was manifesting it. But while I was at my, uh, my sandwich shop girl job and the teaching job, I would daydream all day long about a life where I was living in this town, but I wasn't stressed and I was in my purpose and I was creating an impact the way I wanted to. And I had an abundance of money but i didn't i didn't really believe it was possible i didn't know how to make it happen network marketing was failing for me had been failing for me for years i was never good at it and so it kind of came full circle because this time when i came back this week i decided to book a private room in a co-working office because i had to host a call for my Students, in my BMC program, which is my favorite call the entire week. I get on there for two hours I, on a Zoom. I personally answer all of their questions. I get to coach them through breakthroughs. It's so much fun. I love those women to death. They are so blessed. I could go on and on and on about how amazing they are. So I booked the co-working spot to do that call, and I get to town. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me! The school I used to teach at was actually turned into a co-working office, and the private room that I booked was my old classroom I used to teach in. Um, And I was like, universe, like this has got to be a joke. Are you freaking kidding me? Because that was the last place I wanted to be. I had no desire to ever walk in that building again in my entire life because of the memories there. And I just, it's funny how, I mean, its sometimes I'm just like the universe is up there laughing, playing some joke on me. Like, are you kidding me? This cannot be happening right now. So I have no choice. I, go to the school. And it was actually a really healing experience for me. It was, I thought I would be really triggered walking into my old workplace, but it was actually the opposite. When I walked in, I started to remember the good times I had there. And on top of that, it was such a full circle moment to walk into that same place that I used to dread. I used to walk into filled with anxiety and fear. And I said, I was walking in full of joy, peace, and purpose. And on top of that, it felt like, I was living within my old daydream. Like, I swear to you, the daydreams I used to have, I I was living it. That was it. It, It's 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 almost like I think I've described it this way on my podcast before, but it was like stepping into a memory. You know, it's like I've already been here in my mind so many times, but now it's real. But it feels normal because I've already lived it in my mind and I'm walking in and it's like I get to go there and do my favorite call the entire week, change people's lives and create purpose while thousands of dollars are flooding in every single day and it's it was just such a surreal moment and in that moment I took some time to speak with that old version of me. And by speak with her I mean I, you know, kind of get into a meditative state and I visualize her sitting in her classroom and I had a conversation with her and I told her how proud of her I was. And I told her how things were going to work out for her and how she didn't even know it, but what she was imagining, the universe was already working behind the scenes to make it happen in a few years and that she was actually going to be okay. And that she was so strong and, and to just keep going and to hold her head up. And that I loved her and that I forgave her and that I was sorry for judging her and shaming her and pushing away her pain. And then I gave her a hug and I held her because that was all I wanted four years ago was someone to say those words to me, to let me know that it was all going to be okay, that it was happening for a reason, that there was a way out, better way. And so I gave her that nurturing and that love and that support that she needed. And I walked away from that experience uh, after spending a few hours there, just a brand new woman. Um, it was like, I let go of a part of this stress and anxiety I've been holding on to that. I didn't even realize I was holding on to. And I also went through a process of forgiving the people that I work with there that created what I, um, perceived as a toxic environment, um, along with forgiving myself as well. And this is what I mean when I say that no matter how hard you avoid something, if you've asked to experience an up level in your life, if you've asked to enter the next level of your life manifest more in your life, the universe is going to present you opportunities to heal because the way we raise our vibration is to heal and release what is not serving us. And even though the last thing I wanted to do was set place in that workplace, I would have never chosen to do that. Of course, the universe made it happen. And so once again, if things are showing up in your life that are triggering you or reminding you of the past that you don't want to experience, remember the universe is always giving you in any moment exactly what you need to get where you want to go. So consider that whatever is showing up in your life is exactly what you need to get you where you want to go. And it's about shifting the way you respond this time, because the way you respond will dictate what you continue to manifest. And this kind of was my same experience just being here in this town. The first couple of days I've been walking around reminding myself that this is a hologram. Literally. I tell myself this, when I get nervous, I say, life is just a hologram. Life is just a hologram. I can do this. This is just an illusion. It's a reflection of my own inner world. Life is a hologram. You know, maybe life is just a video game. There's someone up there laughing at me. And I kind of try to zoom out and look at that perspective of this is a hologram of my consciousness. It's a hologram of my mind. Everyone is a reflection of me. Every experience is a reflection of me in some way. It's just a hologram and I'm here to grow and learn. And you know what? Life gets to be fun and easy. Life gets to flow. Abundance gets to flow. And so when I was walking around reminding myself of how far I've come and that, you know, this is a hologram, of my consciousness that I can do this, pumping myself up. My mantra to myself was to my old self that I kept feeling that I, you know I welcome you, I accept you for who you are. I acknowledge your pain. your pain is mine pain. your pain is my pain. you're going to be okay we've got this I love you I love you, I love you I love you I love you I love you because here's the thing when you show up in old environments where different versions of you existed, whether it's your old childhood home, being around your family or an experience like I'm describing it's going to be easy to see old patterns show up in yourself or to be triggered in the same ways. And that's okay. Instead of judging and trying to push that version of you away, it's an opportunity to fully accept and love that version of you. Because what we resist persists. If you try to resist feeling that old version of you, right? People always dread going to places where they didn't like themselves because they don't want to feel the old version of themselves. But what if the healing and the growth was not within not being like your old self, but within feeling like your old self? and loving yourself in that moment. That is powerful. Walking down these streets, remembering the version of me that I really disliked at the time and feeling like I was her again and just sending myself so much love. I love you. I love you. I love you. I accept you. You're allowed to feel like the old version of you. I love every version of you. And you know what? Waking up today, waking up yesterday, I don't feel like that anymore. I no longer felt like the old version of me. I now feel like the new version of me here. I can feel my growth. I can see my growth. It's been surreal. It's been incredible to be in the place where I had my lowest lows, but feeling the highest high in my life. Like I'm in the best place in my life I've ever been in my entire life and the happiest and the most at peace and the most confident and the most fulfilled. I'm the most abundant, the most successful I've ever been. And I can see that here. And I have people telling me, oh my gosh, Kristen, your energy is different, right? No one's telling me you you look different. My hair is a different color. I look different. No one's saying you look different. I've had over and over and over, Kristen, your energy is different because it is. I'm a different person and I'm so proud of who I am. And I'm so proud to get here and to see and feel my growth and to see that reflected in the people around me. But to get to where I am now to feel like this. I had to love and accept and allow the old version of me to show up. I felt like her. I was triggered like her. I felt her pain. I felt her anxiety. I felt her insecurities, and I welcomed them and I loved them, and I loved her through it. And you know, now I'm here and I'm staying at this beautiful luxury hotel with like jungle outside of it, and it's so surreal. It's so surreal. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Having the mornings I used to script about last time I was here four years ago when I barely believed in manifestation. I used to always try to manifest and I thought it was just bullshit because it never worked because I was doing it wrong. And, you know, I'm now experiencing exactly what I used to write about. Like I'm waking up and having these slow mornings, waking up in nature in a luxury spot, listening to the birds sing and drinking coffee and journaling as money flows into my bank account with ease and receiving these beautiful testimonials from clients that literally have been making me cry and, and being surrounded by this loving community of people who see me and accept me and and love me for exactly who I am without having to shift or change who I am or make myself smaller. It's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelmingly beautiful and miraculous and magical and unbelievable. And so, You know i'm sharing this with you to show you that no matter where you are divine timing is real four years later here i am four years ago i had no idea that this was possible or how i could even get to a place where life felt fulfilling again so even if you feel like your dreams are unattainable or too unrealistic or too far away or you can't make it happen you can't do it that's okay hold on to the vision just be willing to take be willing to take the next step because that was me. I know what it's like to feel like it's not, it's not possible for you. It's unattainable. It's unrealistic. Other people might be able to, but you can't. Your luck is not good enough, right? That was me. And so if that's you right now, I want you to know that it's okay, but it is, it already exists for you. And you don't even need to believe it yet. You just need to take the next damn step. And let the universe figure out the rest. Your dreams are so much closer than you think they are. I swear to you. You have to be willing to take the next step. And I recommend getting support because my life started shifting when I started hiring my first coaches and taking my first programs. I tried to do it on my own for two years. um, Didn't know what I was doing. Didn't work. But you have to be ready to dive deep. Because I know that people think manifestation is just visualizing and scripting and journaling. But that surface level manifestation, real manifestation... Isn't a process of learning to manifest. It's a process of unlearning all of the other bullshit that our subconscious mind has accepted as truth. That we're not good enough, that we're not worth it, that we're unlovable, whatever it might be. And working through all of the energetic ties that are holding down our vibration. This is what will get you into your next quantum up level. This is what will attract you massive abundance. But most people, they say they want to change their lives, but they actually only want to change your lives. If they can stay really comfortable while doing it. And let me tell you, you cannot prioritize your comfort and changing your life at the same time, because changing your life will not be comfortable. It will challenge you and trigger you over and over and over. But if you keep saying yes, it will be worth it. You have to ask yourself is where I want to go. Is my end goal worth the discomfort and worth the risk involved with getting there? The answer is yes. Then you have no choice, but to move forward and get uncomfortable. If the answer is no, then you have to rethink your vision because it's not aligned. So if this resonated with you at all and you feel like you're holding resentment or anger or shame toward a past version of you, an exercise that I highly recommend is just getting a journal and writing a letter to her or to him or to them. Picture them, feel their pain, even ask them what they're struggling with and then write them a letter and let them know that it's going to be okay and how things improve let them everything let them know everything that they craved hearing at that time period send them love and forgive them and thank them and realize that the past version of you they were doing the best they could with their current level of awareness and consciousness and so much shame of past versions of ourselves comes from a place of expecting that old version of us to be existing and making decisions from the same level of consciousness and awareness that we have now And that's an unfair standard to hold ourselves to, because the truth is you have a higher level of awareness and consciousness now and more tools available to you and more support than you had back then, whether it was yesterday or an hour ago or a week ago or a decade ago. And we look back and and we say, wow, she made so many mistakes. They made so many mistakes. Why'd they do that? I can't believe it because now I would never do that. But you have a higher level of awareness now. You didn't back then you cannot expect a past version of you to have acted from your current level of awareness. So can you have some grace for the version of you who is doing the best they could with their current level of consciousness and awareness and tools available to them at the time they were doing the best they could. You did the best you could at the time, the very best you could with whatever you had available to you. And that's all that we can truly ask of anyone. So if you do do this exercise, let me know how it feels. Send me a message. I love hearing from you guys. Remember the past version of you was the building block to where you are now and your pain is your superpower. Any pain you experience, any mistakes you thought you made, it was preparing you for where you are now or for where you're meant to go. And you wouldn't be where you are now and you wouldn't get to get to where you're trying to go without that version of you. So many people want to cut off parts of their past. But trying to resist something just makes it resist even more and connects us even more deeply to it energetically. Healing doesn't happen through hate or resentment or guilt. Healing only happens through love. It is the only way. So I hope that this has served you in some way and resonated with you in some way and sending you all so much love from Costa Rica. And once again, if this resonated with you, I would love for you to leave me an honest review on iTunes. It always means the world for me when I read your reviews. They make me tear up. Um, if you do do that, feel free to send a screenshot to support at and we'll send you over a little gift from me and please share this with friends and family, um, share it on social media, tag me and it. it always makes my day and I can reshare it for you guys and hope you have a beautiful, magical day wherever you are. And I hope that you get to connect with a past version of you and experience some healing. I love you and I'll see you guys soon.